This episode of GameScoop is sponsored by Squarespace. If you're looking for a way to make your business stand out and succeed online, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for you. They take the stress out of creating an awesome website, engaging with your audience, and selling anything from products to content to time so you're able to focus on, you know, everything else. In other words, you'll have more time for gaming. With the new guided design system, you can choose from curated layouts and styling options to build a unique online presence from the ground up, optimized for every device. And with Squarespace's integrated, optimized SEO tools, you'll show up more often to more people. Squarespace doesn't just make things easier for you. Checkout for your customers is made seamless with simple but powerful payment tools that allow you to accept credit cards, PayPal, and Apple Pay. And in eligible countries, offer the option to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. So whether you're just starting out or looking to expand your existing brand, be sure to visit squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com gamescoop to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. That's squarespace.com gamescoop for 10% off. You know, when it comes to wireless carriers, sometimes what you see isn't always what you get. Except with Visible. With Visible, what you see is exactly what you get. If you haven't heard of Visible, well, now you have. They're the wireless carrier that's making wireless visible. It's in the name. With Visible, there are no hidden fees, no fine print, no hassle, nothing to hide. It's just $25 a month, all taxes and fees included. And you don't need more than one line of wireless to save. You can save on a line all to yourself with unlimited 5G data powered by Verizon. And again, just $25 a month. The future of wireless is here and it is transparent. If you want more transparency in your wireless plan, you want to be on the Visible plan. Switch to Visible today and save at Visible.com. That's Visible.com. Monthly rate on the Visible plan. For data management practices and additional terms, visit Visible.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome to IGN GameScoop. I'm your host, Damon Hatfield. Joining me this week is CJ Gibson. What's up? Sam Claiborne. Hey, everybody. And Brian Altano. Rap, rap. Who's your friend, Brian? (laughs) There's a skeleton head here. If you're listening to the show, this just sounds insane, but I found a small plastic skull. Let's hear the sound of that jaw. (laughs) Rap, rap. Hey, it's horrible. <laughs> horrible noise. Perfect. Well, we've got a great That's show. That's Skull of the Year, Damon. That's Skull of the Year. It's good to uh, see you guys. Defy me. Yeah. We're going to uh, we're gonna have a great show for you this week. Uh, our own Sam Claiborne has played six hours of Resident Evil 2. That's true. Actually, I yes. And he's ready. He's going to review the I game for M- us. I made Mitchell play a little bit of it because it was too scary. Yeah, are, it's do pretty you, scary. Do you, ha- do you have it? No. Uh, well, I went to Capcom to play it. Mm-hmm. And it was awesome. They have a Capcom carpet, and it was all blue and yellow in there. It was really cool. <laughs> the Cap carpet. Like, normally when you go to a Carp-com. game developer's space, Carp-com. it's not, not that cool. Yeah. We're also going to look through the December 1996 Capcom. issue so of Electronic good. Gaming Monthly, which is over 350 pages long, so that's going to take up the bulk of the hour. Did you put obviously. these little wads of paper in there? Nope, they're already there. Ooh. The wads are not mine. All right. There's, there's little bookmarks <laughs> in the uh, for Look how many pages this is. Over 350 plus. Pages. Pages. All right. Wait, wait, wait. For the listeners. Oh. That's the sound of that book. <laughs> There's a lot of weird sound effects on this episode so far. There really is. But first, it is the most wonderful time of the year when we wrap up (laughs) all the best of and on the other side of the spectrum, the worst of 2018. Our best of nominees went up this week. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. But, you know, everyone knows the best of. Your gods of war, Mm -hmm. your your, uh, Assassin's Creed Odysseys, your Mm -hmm. Red Dead Redemptions. They get enough. No brainers. Ready deads. They get enough of the ink. Uh, It's time to talk about the worst games. 
of 2018. Did you figure them out? I figured them out. (laughs) You got the list? Got the list. All right. Let's start near the top of the list. Are we going to do one of those roll credits things where they go up really fast? (laughs) Now, now, Damon, for the criteria here, are these the worst reviewed games on IGN? Well, or so just on a, Metacritic? Me or? I think these are all games that IGN reviewed. There may be a couple of them that we didn't even review. Okay. Because, mm. you know, to be fair, uh, we don't review most of the bad games. Yeah. Uh, right. You know, there's Big, not much. Biggest letdown games, maybe. Yeah. Well, yeah, maybe that's it. Yeah. The, the worst reviewed games of the year. But, like, if there's a game that nobody's ever heard of and it's terrible, we're not doing anyone a service by reviewing it. No. It's yeah. just like, no. hey, you know, the, here's a game you've never heard of. It's really bad. Wait, before you start this, did anybody at this table. In your, do you think any of us actually played one of these games? Uh, we'll find out as we play. Of you us, surmise I mean, I'd say there's play. one for sure. There's I play. A, I play a surprising amount yeah, of games. Ryan does yeah. play a lot. Of well, there's there's actually there there's a couple of these games I think we've played, and there's a console on this list that some of us have played as well. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> but let's we start near the know. top of this list, oh. and also no. near the top of the year with Metal Gear Survive. Which, to be oh, fair, here, huh? yeah, our yeah, reviewer, right. Chloe Rad, actually liked it more than a lot of other outlets. Mm-hmm. Chloe gave it a 6.5. It's Metacritic. <laughs> that's the high end? It's Metacritic <laughs> is 54. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's... I want to say that's a little better than I expected for whatever we thought this game would be based yeah. on, like, the weird, just leftover, you know, dinner that they made out of whatever <laughs> Kojima left in the fridge three years ago. Like, yeah. <laughs> they were they were cooking with old ingredients, basically. I, I, were you at Gamescom? I think you were. It was like we, last year they announced. Yeah, we, it, ha- we had that exclusive. It was a really weird situation when everybody's like, yay, this is, oh, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. what is this? And then Not- Konami never made another video game ever. <laughs> That's Except true. for soccer. That was a weird scenario because it's like, I, what do you do as a Metal Gear fan at that point? You just yeah. play the old ones? Well, yeah. yeah. Uh, I checked before this taping. Uh, 78 people play Metal Gear Survive on PC on Steam today. So there's wow. that. All right. right? Yeah. 78 that's, people. That's a stat. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah. Today. that's 78 people to check in on over the holidays. <laughs> <laughs> are you guys okay? What if they're all playing with each other and they're just having the best time? That's I mean, exactly I hope they are. It. Yeah. No, I my theory is that they just they left are. Steam on six months ago. <laughs> <laughs> Um. <laughs> All right, moving on. Are you gonna spit water? I might have. Okay, okay, it's down. Man, I wish if you had spit water, that would have been good TV. <laughs> it was so close. I would have done that. Oh gosh. Uh, more recently, there was Overkill's The Walking Dead. Yeah, which is at least three hmm. years too late for that yeah. license game. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, what's scary about that is that uh, their publisher was just raided by uh, that Starbreeze. Yeah. Yeah. Which is the publisher? It's not the developer, right? <laughs> Well, yeah. so Overkill is the developer? Well, I know they're the publisher. Is that of, why it's Overkill's the Psychonauts? Mm-hmm. <clears throat> the publisher of Psychonauts. So, two? Starbreezes. Yeah, Psychonauts 2. Okay. So it just it scares me that they, they're in some kind of financial mm. trouble. They, they, like the Swedish police raided their studio yeah. to find evidence of, I think they're being accused of some sort of insider trading. Never a good sign. Yeah, yeah, but no. it's bad for. Yeah. I mean, I mean, what I did, I don't know much about this Walking Dead game except for their booth at E three was huge. Yeah, it was right across from us. Yeah, as there were zombies crawling up on the front of the. That's stage the kind there. of yeah. booth that only booth. insider <laughs> trading can buy you. Exactly. <laughs> Alleged. Um, we gave Overkill's The Walking Dead a five point three. Its Metacritic is fifty one, so we're right in that ballpark mm-hmm. there. Uh, and then our review says co-op zombie splattering will never be devoid of fun, but Overkill's The Walking Dead is lacking in both the series storytelling and technical polish. Mm-hmm. Remember, there so. was the uh, there was another Walking Dead single player game 
based yeah, on. I think it, I think it was worse than this one. We yeah. had an exclusive reveal of that, uh, Greg Miller and I, on a very old yes. episode of Up at Noon. Wow. It was our most popular episode of Up at Noon for a very long time because of that reveal. Um, wow. It was it was sort of tail ended a big moment on the TV show, and I think the TV show took a break. This was very early on in the show, and then we kicked to the new but it's trailer. Norman Reedus based. Yes, it was. So it was wow. Death Stranding. Daryl and Merle or whatever. Daryl and Merle, whatever their names. Daryl and Merle. Yeah, Daryl and Merle. And it was like a co-op uh, first-person shooter Walking Dead game, yeah. and it was very bad. Yeah. Was there a motorcycle <laughs> scene in it? Probably, probably too hard to you make. You ride motorcycles? I don't think they even let you do that. <laughs> and that brings us to Fallout 76. There it is. Which oh, man. We gave, one of the worst games this year. Well, Sam, we uh, gave it a five. Uh-huh. It's yeah. Metacritic is 49. Damn. <laughs> it's on the bottom half yeah. of the scale. Okay. And I want to point this out. Uh, our most read news article, news video game news headline of the year was Fallout 76 announced. So wow. the fact that yeah. that's the most read video yeah, game news article so and so the cool. fact that we're talking about this on the worst games of the year must mean it's the biggest disappointment. Oh, sure. yeah. Right? Yeah, that gap yeah. between. People exactly. were so excited. And then. Back. I was not excited after like the first 10 minutes of the reveal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but when you, when you go back and listen to E3, there were some lofty promises made in that press mm-hmm. conference. And then since then, there's been the canvas bag debacle and everything else. There's the only promise I heard was that it'd still be fun for single player. Here's, I just hear that's just. Here's the thing, and I'm going to catch hell for this. Oh, here we go. Uh-oh. These games. Are you something about Sonic? No, no, no. I'm not. <laughs> all right. Do soon. Sonic out do of soon. I'll let his new movie posters do all the talking. Um, so sexy. Uh, these. <laughs> such a wide leg spread. Um, spread. Bethesda games, Bethesda open world games have always been broken, almost like riding the, the just the razor wire of, of garbage and great. Always. Always. But fun, saved, fun broken. But for, yeah. Saved yes. by. Yeah. Like really well yeah. written stories, and exactly, yeah, exactly. Gameplay, yeah. um, and also like in past generations, all the wonkiness was something that we gave a free pass to. We called it charm. You know, that was part of the. <laughs> it was part true. of the aesthetic. Like yeah. when if Ubisoft came out and like they had a guy whose half his body was stuck in the tree, we'd be like, oh, boycott the game. It'd be a meme. But with yeah. Bethesda, you'd be like, oh, I can't wait to meet that guy. Yeah. Maybe he'll be me one day. <laughs> and then generations went on, and people figured out how to make really good open world games, and they just kind of kept doing their old thing. And for the first time ever, people are noticing that maybe this has been a problem for a long time and this this doesn't fly anymore and so i'm kind of glad to see this happen wait can you say that that statement about bethesda one more time about sonic's legs no no that (laughs) what was it It was walking the line between garbage and great is that skull (laughs) for you for you audio listeners skull had a reaction to that Uh, skull (laughs) Skull turns to the camera and looked at the audience and melts Uh, but yeah, uh, all right. enough, <laughs> enough has been said about Fallout 76. <laughs> we know it's very disappointing. The canvas bags thing, though. <laughs> yeah, that is I mean, like, and then, and then the people who called to complain about the, the canvas bags got their, their <laughs> information <laughs> leaked. Yeah. It is just this situation <laughs> that is. just. <laughs> this week, there's this whole thing about it's super wide mode, it's just stretched. It's, it's not so the actual like, native <laughs> yeah. super wide mode. They just stretched the game. This, out. Is, the, like, this is the fire festival of games. <laughs> yeah. The FYRE festival of games. They credited people. Uh, in-game credits or atoms or whatever that didn't even buy a canvas bag yeah. in the game. They gave so them five, like, five fake dollars or whatever yeah, to buy a, a tree. Pretty rough. It's pretty Yeah, okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, here's a few games IGN elected not to review, but I think they're significant. Scribblenauts Showdown mm-hmm. came out this year for Switch. 
That is a 47 on Metacritic. Yeah. How, how do you screw up Scribble Knots? I want to. Yeah, I want to yeah. say. I'll what? tell you exactly how. You don't make Scribble Knots. You make like a a really half-assed, loosely concocted mini game collection with the yeah. Scribble Knots logo on it. Mm. That wasn't the core. Like the core ideology of that game was originally type anything and it will appear on screen. Right. right. It was this wonderful magician's trick that that. I, I won't say fooled all of us, but was like a really novel thing in 2009, 2010. And then we all saw, sort of saw through it after a while. But this game doesn't really do any of that. It's just sort of just like a, a mini game collection. Mm. Yeah. And uh, it it price like, dropped almost immediately. And like the personality of uh, Mr. Scribblenaut is not strong enough to carry that. Kevin What's Kevin the Scribbler? He has like a silly name. <laughs> I don't have no he idea. Does have, he does have a name. Yeah. It's not Mr. Scribble, not it's like Ike or something. <laughs> it's definitely not Kevin the Scribbler. <laughs> Mr. Scribs. <laughs> I'm sticking with Mr. Scribs. Oh. But yeah, if, if, if there's not, there's not like a cast of like delightful characters like WarioWare has. Or something right, like that, right. Too. Never forget, Scribblenauts was our game of E3. That's 2010? Right. Yeah, 2009, 2010, yeah. Whenever that year was. And that was next to Arkham Knight. and uh, It was at the WB booth next Dead. to Arkham Knight. Arkham, well, yeah, yeah, it was the year of Left 4 Dead. Yep. It's all crazy. That stuff. Um... Now, Nickelodeon kart racers should be a no if they just like got it right. If it was a working kart racer, have with you Nickelodeon seen license. Ninja Turtles right now? The state that that's in, you think that's the reason this guy? I'm not. Used? No, I'm just saying in general, Wait, Nickelodeon you, can do good things and very CJ, bad. The other things. day, I was like, well, he has he, he has kids, and he and I was asking, what's Nickelodeon like nowadays? And he said, uh, all right, so what does Nickelodeon do nowadays? And he said, they ruin Ninja Turtles. Exactly. <laughs> that was his exact answer. They butchered well, it. So Ninja Turtles is on Nickelodeon now. Yeah, yeah, that's it's been for a long time. Also news to well, me. Well, how yeah. do they ruin Ninja Turtles? Well, the 2012 Ninja Turtles series they did with the animation that was digital was really good hmm. this is all 2d stuff and it's terrible like Raphael's not the lead or Raphael's the leader now and he's yeah. got tomfas and leonardo and everything like he's every, got what tomfas what's like, that exactly like the sticks he doesn't have size anymore it's is weird it it's like a non-violent thing i, or I don't know violent? well yeah it's terrible okay. so that's well, exactly do they still eat pizza barely <laughs> it's yeah it's really weird. <laughs> <laughs> just saying, check it out, they man. Actually, they it's just weird. do like acai bowls. I don't now. know. It's, like it's the whole bowls. thing yeah. is just weird. So, is this have like a like a guts racer? It has Olmec from Legends of the Hidden Temple. Guts. No, this is way oh, more. This is way more like late '90s, early 2000s. This so, is like SpongeBob and like a bunch of other dudes. You don't. Mm, yeah. You don't. No. Like. No. Ren and Stimpy. I, I Rugrats. Are the Rugrats in there? I think so. Yeah. The, it like, doesn't the, have donkey they, lips. Like, the babies in it? drive. Missed no. opportunity. Donkey lips. Donkey lips is definitely not. Uh, Nickelodeon Kart Races <laughs> has a 39 on Metacritic. Oh, Oof. wow, that's yeah. rough. Oof. Then there's Shaq Fu, A Legend oh. Reborn. Ooh. That's intentionally bad. That came out this year. I'm just saying it, got, it was intentionally bad and then got bad reviews. Um, Did you say that bad. to Shaq? Because you actually met him, wasn't the, it, this year? I, yeah, I interviewed him because of this game yeah. before this game came out. And then I got a code for this game. And I did that thing that I hadn't done since like the 80s or 90s where I didn't realize I was playing a bad game until like 20 minutes into it. Um, my issue with this game was like it's a pretty a fairly competent side-scrolling beat-em-up. But... Each level is like seven hours long and just keeps going, and it defeats the whole purpose. Um, but no, I got to meet Shaq. And that's a very funny video. So that is good. But was something he promoting good this game? Yeah. Really? I thought it was for something else. Did Shaq play the game? Did you ask him, hey, have you played this? I don't know. He did voice acting for it. That doesn't you, mean he played. There it. was a previous Shaq Fu game. Yeah, yeah from yeah, old the, school. Yeah. Which like it's the, a writing game. The running joke with that is that it's one of the worst games of all time, yes. and that this game was supposed to set things right. <laughs> And here we are. Mm -hmm. Well, Shaq Fu Legend Reborn has a 36 on Metacritic. 36 on Metacritic. 
Um, yeah, I don't know about all these, like, there's all these 16-bit games that no one's really asking to be brought back that are yeah. being brought back, like Shaq Fu, mm-hmm. Toe, Dam- Toe Jam and Earl. Years ago, there was supposed to be a new Boogerman, but then that sort of quietly Don't went away. Don't you dare yeah. lump in Boogerman with these <laughs> charlatans. I'm just saying it went away. Uh, a pick and flick adventure, yeah. part two. <laughs> Here's a, a game that IGN did review, Agony. This is going, that game was going for shock value. Yeah. Mm. Oh, we, we ended up reviewing that? We gave it a four. That oh, was man. the one that was set in Hades. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. in hell. Uh-huh. And yeah, it's so gross oh, and so yeah. gory and oh, violent. Oh, man. Watch our video review of that. It's it's so just yeah. uh, immature and silly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, our review says, Agony proves that like beauty, horror can be only skin deep with gratuitous amounts of violence in masochistic overtones, this blood-soaked adventure is not for the faint of heart. But while its bold and detailed environments depict hell in the most nightmarish ways possible, even the fantastically obscene sights and creepy sounds become mundane and dull by the end of its series of repetitious mazes, unimaginative item hunts, and weak stealth gameplay. They worked harder on that two-sentence write-up than they did in that whole game. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Uh, whenever I see they went in on like that this, one. I think like w- what it was like when they were putting Mortal Kombat on trial in like 1992, mm-hmm. yeah. and if like the you know parents media resource council or whatever it was that put them on, on you know that really made a big stink could just see this game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. And, it, and, and you know it would just they'd just be pulling their hair out <laughs> and just wailing. What happened to your Pac Man's? Where's the Where's the pizza that eats the ghosts? <laughs> we gave Agony a four. It has a thirty four on Metacritic. Accurate. There's a Square Enix game on this list. What? Does anybody know which one it is? Ooh, mm. it was announced at E three. What? Okay, this year. And it's an unconventional game. Okay. Mm. Is it a mobile game? No. Is it? I was going to say like a mobile version of something that they, we are like, but it turned out bad on mobile. It's The Quiet Man. What? Remember that sort of interactive live action fiction oh. game about the, the, I think he's a mute? Is that the Elijah Wood game? No. That's okay. Transference That's from tra- Ubisoft. Mm. No, this is a live action game from Square Enix that they announced at E3 called The Quiet Man, where he doesn't speak. The program. I don't know if he's mm. deaf or not. Uh, our own David Griffin reviewed it. He says, in a gaming landscape where sensory overload is everywhere, The Quiet Man offers something quite different and unexpected. The bold choice to mute out nearly all sound effectively adds mystery and tension. But Dane's story is brief and not especially original, and the combat becomes repetitive very quickly, making this movie-slash-game hybrid difficult to recommend as something you'd want to experience as a whole. He gave it a 5.5. It has a 30 on Metacritic. Wow. He was generous. That's a... Man, that's... Yeah. I can't believe that's a Square Enix game. It's full motion video? Yeah. Well, it's like not... It's just video. Well, yes, yeah, like a live it's action. It's not 97. Yeah, I was, was going to say, it's a Sega CD game. Can it be ported to the Sega CD <laughs> exactly. is my question. Absolutely. I was thinking the same thing. Uh, <laughs> also getting a 5.5 from IGN was the PlayStation Classic. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah. People were disappointed with that it's a bummer. console. Yeah, that was that, that one. I was like, I was wary of that thing from the start. The second we found out about it and we only heard about five of the games on the list, yeah. I was like, What's up? What's up with that? Like, well, my, my nose was—I was suspect. And we were talking about the, you know, what's a better console? A lot of people have fond nostalgia for the PlayStation One, but mm-hmm. they did not pick very many games that I would have, you know, picked for that mm-hmm. system. Yeah, it's the really plastic weird. is great. 
Like I love the how the quality, the packaging yeah, as well. It's yeah. cool. It's the true. packaging, yeah, yeah, I really like the box. I totally love, cool. I just love the idea of the miniature of these classic systems. I think that's really. I mean, cool. if but you could buy a hollow one of those for ten bucks, like just the shell, and put <laughs> it under your TV, and it'll bring you joy all the time. That's yeah. great. And but the like, controllers, they worked hard. I mean, like, yeah, they, they exactly. do feel right. Yeah, and they're cool. They're like smaller. Mm -hmm. but, but that's amazing. People are buying it for the nostalgia of the actual system, the games yeah. themselves but the, uh, did the, not hold up. The UI was bad. It was like it was like the. It looked like when you pirated Winamp in the. 90s yeah. like it was just like so I bare heard, bones and i never owned a playstation one so i heard that that was the yeah. memory card selection menu in playstation one mm. yeah i guess it looks like that so it's yeah, a reference yeah. To that. well there's even this pal ntsc thing too where supposedly you plug in a keyboard it goes from like 60 which is basically the speed that it's supposed to be at in america but a lot of the games are preset to pal which is yeah. 50 yeah. so i was unclear on is, why they did it that yeah way. i don't know either so Weird yeah. things. It, 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 you can work really hard on presenting an em, emulation well and, and doing all this restoration, and including extras and stuff like the SNK collection had yeah, exactly. uh, this year. Uh, but if it, it, and and that would have even helped this. But in both those, like you know, the games really matter. Yeah, and that collection of games on PlayStation just wasn't great. And I don't know if we can make a good collection of games on, on a PlayStation Classic. Like, I don't know if that's... You can, if you include stuff like Symphony of the Night. Right. And yeah, yeah. Einhander. I just don't know do if those the 2D are licensable. Games, and, but I'm just saying, possible. right. Those right. 2D games ho still hold up really Yeah, well. I'm I'm amazed. Well, I'm not amazed because, like, yeah, Symphony of the Night launched one. on PSN, like, a week before right. this thing came out. Which one now? Sim the Symphony of the Night. Yeah, yeah. and the, uh, the Requiem Yeah, collection. Rondo or whatever. That's Rondo kind of a mess yeah. of a collection, too. Yeah. Well, the it's games the are games. fine. Once yeah. you get into the... It's just like... It's not presented well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's not like a lo uh, like a, yeah. you know, loving portrait once of you, these great cast Once you games. get into Symphony of the Night, you're just playing Symphony of the Night. And it's yeah. Mm -hmm. A side note, I started messing with that Genesis collection. That's how I felt mm -hmm. the same way about it. Like, once you're in the games, you're like, okay, this is cool, but it puts you in this Trapping, big living room. Yeah. And like... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's, it's hard to get that right. Um, shout out to, you know, guys like Frank Cifaldi who were working mm -hmm. super hard on preserving that stuff and making sure that entire experience is cohesive and good. They're, they're doing a really good job. I wonder it. what's going to happen because it takes a long time to make a system like that. Like You have to plan for that a long system time like in advance. Like PlayStation, PlayStation Classic. Classic yeah. You also and don't like get a second chance. Else is that too. I know. Yeah. 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 You don't get to just course correct it. Or you have you, to like, get... What's going to happen with these in the future? You got to get it right the first time. are not doing the 64. They said they're not doing the NES and the SNES after this holiday. Yeah, also, they're, those they're are going into the Disney vault, basically. So I don't know what else. I mean, I love personally turbo graphics or something like that but there's not a lot of other systems that i would like to see this done for but like I mean, we got like neo to play geo, more NES games neo geo and commodore 64 mini this year and nobody cared about yeah it. yeah those, commodore 64 we walked through that i love that system and played tons of those games that was a bad it's just a mess list. we couldn't yeah. figure out how to like load up games and to and get like, sound barely yeah, out actually, of it the was, was really, really cool but we couldn't get the sound away. the unboxing exactly, you yeah. guys did for that video did surprisingly well on youtube mm -hmm. i was like actually because i was i was sort of like i had missed the commodore 64 that yeah. was just like i think my old like older neighbors down the street had it and I was kind of like, who, like, who's, who's, who's this for? But like, the audience was was really into it. That's like one of those things that was more of a, like, everybody in Europe played PCs at the time, mm -hmm. yeah. And so like, the NES was not popular in Europe. So there's a lot more nostalgia for European uh, yeah. kids of that era. Uh, our our uh, boss Pear Schneider uh, really likes Commodore games. He knew mm -hmm. every game on that. He collection. did, yeah. And like from like a casual like how we talk about NES games. Love mm -hmm. it. Dude, that's great. cool. Uh, Pear is known as such a big Nintendo guy, and the NES is such a huge blind spot for him. Like, yeah, he doesn't there, there get why we like Mega Man. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, that's so yeah. I know he was saying that yeah. to me. I was like, "What do you mean you don't like Mega Man?" I thought he was yeah. trolling. Me. That's really I funny. <laughs> he had to I don't go think back I ever put that together. Because yeah. growing up in Germany, you just don't didn't have access to that. Right, uh, right, right. Yeah, so it just wasn't big. Anyway, PlayStation Classic, probably another one of the big disappointments of the year. Yeah. Jurassic World Evolution. 
That was a game people were sort of. Uh, I was excited for that game. when they, yeah, it was announced. Mm-hmm. But I think our own Dan Stapleton reviewed it. He gave that a four point eight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was the sort of like park building simulator. They got. Um, Ian Malcolm to work on yeah. VO yeah. for it. Exactly. Everything was like right nice. for that game. It had like this cool, like, you know, I love the idea of building a park in Jurassic Park. And this is not the first game that's done that. We got a we got a press release today about a uh, new DLC being added to that game, oh, about new uh, new dinosaur packs and stuff. So <laughs> it apparently found an audience. It was the kind of thing I that mean, I was like, when they drag and drop this on Xbox Game Pass, I'll maybe I'll give it a shot because I, I love dinosaurs. Yeah, and Jurassic stuff. Isn't it funny how after the much. first Jurassic <laughs> Park <that> movie, <laughs> like nothing is ever as like universally beloved as that first movie? Like these movies are fine. Why now. is it People so hard like to make them. a good Jurassic Park? Yeah, game? why? It is. I mean, we've why? had so many it's bad Jurassic crazy. Park games. Yeah, the Genesis one was okay, but the, yeah. the animation style was kind of neat. But they were also going along with. They had a, a hit of other games in that like cool spot and Aladdin. What and all developer that stuff. should make? Virgin. Them. We should yeah. just give it to Kojima. Well, no, Capcom did it in Dino Crisis. Just yeah. do that. Yeah. yeah. No, Capcom just, just should do it. That'd just cool. give it to the Far Cry Monster team. To give it to the Far Cry team and just be like Far this. Here's yeah, yeah, here's here's an yeah. air, here's like Montana. It's overrun with dinosaurs. There's they're buried there anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So just bring them up from the from the grave and then just let me run around and shoot them and like you know, laugh Sony at them, ride them. Putting zombie like dinosaurs, dinosaur zombies. Yeah. 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 Wait, no, zombie dinosaurs. Well, they That's danced around there so many times. They did Blood Dragon, which is like fake future dinosaurs. They did uh, Primal, which is like right before yeah. or right after mm-hmm. the dinosaurs. Mm-hmm. You know, like. Yeah. <clears throat> Right after, not before. Turok. Sorry. It's the only dinosaur game that I can think of. For and it's trash. Was, well, it's bad. It was okay. No, it's People it like Turok okay. at the time. People, it, no. it was it's good at the time. It's not a good game. <laughs> There's lots of mist. Uh, people, uh, Same people that like Attack of the Clones. Oh. These are not good things. You were just young. It's okay. <laughs> I like right, how Sony right. like took Spider-Man. They're like, we'll just make a good Spider-Man. Yeah. yeah. Like somebody, a first party could do that. Like Microsoft yeah. could just be like, let's just get the Jurassic Park license. Put a great team on it and make a great game. That would be so yeah. awesome. That'd be cool. Because typically I mean, before that, like movie IP games were not great. Batman, I think, the Arkham games for Xbox 360, it's like, oh, cool. What yep. a surprise. Prior yep. to that, like, they were kind of hit and miss. Yeah. Uh, IGN Australia reviewed a game called AO Tennis and gave it a 4.5, which is a adults little surprising. Only? You would think adults-only tennis would be a pretty easy sell. <laughs> I thought it was America Online. <laughs> I wasn't sure, but thanks for clarifying. They just got it down there. Matt Hoffman's <laughs> adults-only tennis. Do you actually know what it is? It's just a tennis game called AO Tennis. Well, we don't know what the AO stands for? Australian I, Open Tennis. Oh, probably, yeah. That's Maybe more like Did I do it? Yeah. <laughs> I think I you pref- did. I, I prefer adults-only tennis. Yeah, it's a, it's a new Itagaki game, or who, yeah. who published it? Exactly. Uh, it actually stands for already on sale. <laughs> <laughs> Why did this game get such bad reviews? I guess they, they messed it up. You just have to hit the ball back and I forth. <laughs> Says me, guy that knows nothing about game design. Uh, there was Harry Potter Hogwarts Mystery. That's the, a mobile game mobile that came game. out earlier this year. Uh, we gave that a 3.5. Ooh, man. Did review it. What, uh, what is it? Apparently has abhorrent microtransactions. Our review calls the microtransactions abhorrent. <laughs> On mobile? <laughs> no. Yeah. Then there was Crisis on Planet of the Apes, the VR game. Oh, yeah. You guys remember you got the leaks? It it came out by accident and then Max got it. That was that game? Yeah. Oh, my God. It came yeah. out a month early by accident in the store. Oh, yeah. It showed up and, in the store. And Max and immediately then, downloaded it. And then they're yeah. like, don't download that. And they're like, don't do that. And we're like, we bought it. What do you mean? It's there. <laughs> That's happened a couple times this year where yeah. there's been like a full game release. Uh, it was like Tekken or uh, Soul Calibur. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one Somebody of those bought like, it games, like early. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, it was like okay. We downloaded it. And, yeah. yeah. Oops. Uh, we gave Crisis on Planet of the Apes a three point something, and I'm going to give it a three point something to the strapline, which is a simian VR shooter so faulty 
it'll drive you bananas. Oh wow! <laughs> how did Dan let that? How did Dan let that slip? <laughs> I don't think he proofreads. Oh, I'll see. Oh, I don't nice. think he proofreads in the three point oh range. That he just did. I didn't realize that, but okay. it's pretty good. It's pretty good. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, two more games that maybe people haven't even heard of: Underworld Ascendant. An underworld ascendant. Is that based on the film series? I don't. I maybe. Mm. <laughs> we call we called it a buggy, repetitive, boring mess of an RPG, and gave it a three. Uh, yeah. Boom. I was. I don't know if it is based I was on the movies. This game yesterday, and I was like, "What is this game?" And somebody explained it to me, and I can't even repeat it. I don't even remember. There you go. <laughs> Finally, the game that got the lowest score on IGN this year was The Culling Two. The Culling Two. The Culling Two. The sequel to The this Culling. Is the first one. What yeah. is it? We said, even if the servers had enough players to start a round of The Culling 2, we wouldn't recommend it. This battle royale is a royale mess. Oh, oh it's a battle royale. Okay. Wow. The Culling 2. Interesting. And that, ladies and gentlemen, are the worst games. Worsties of someone, someone trying to cash in on that BR money. I can't believe people it. chasing that, the battle royale trend. Fitting. That the worst review game of the year is a battle royale game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, Very totally. Well, it's like it's such a weird thing to swing and a miss on because it's like you have to have it has to be popular to work. Yeah, yeah. Like it just has to. And <laughs> yeah. so immediately at the gate, if it's not, it instantly dies. Mm-hmm. If you can't get a hundred people to airdrop into a level for one game, <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just it's just seventy-eight work. people dropped into Metal Gear Survive <laughs> today. <laughs> There's just bots. It's full of bots. It's like this again. Bot. Check in on those people. See if yeah. they're okay. <laughs> All right, Sam. Like we were saying at the top of the show, uh, you played uh, Resident Evil 2 for six hours, and you yeah, have nothing but positive things to say. I think it's the game I'm looking forward to the most out of any game in the future. And you didn't finish and it? It's the, and it's even the near future. Yeah. A month really away. Just Did you finish it? No, it's really long. I, I think they... Uh, I played... So I've, I haven't... I've played Resident Evil 2 mm-hmm. at my desk like two weeks ago on Nintendo 64. You didn't play Resident Evil 2 in 1998 no. when it was released. No, and I didn't even play much of it, so I don't care. But uh, Resident Evil 4 is one of my favorite games ever. Mm-hmm. And this is absolutely just, it's like it's like Resident Evil 4 just got like this direct sequel that they thought about, you know, really hard. And they thought, how, how great can we make this without adding co-op? When you were over, <laughs> over there rolling around on that They're Capcom carpet, stuff. did you ask them when they're putting Resident Evil 4 on Switch? Because that's important news. On Switch? Yeah, they announced that. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, okay. I'd play it on Switch, I guess. What? <laughs> I want to I want like a, game now that I played this game, you're going to want a remake of it though. Mm-hmm. Like full on because like this game looks so good and yeah. all the, the Resident Evil Uprez stuff like it, it, for 4 it looks all right, but I love that game. You underestimate how many times and where I would play Resident <laughs> it's Evil. It's so 4. fun to play. <laughs> I played it on an iPhone, in. you know. I, I, I played it when it came out on anywhere. Wii. I played it, you know, I'd already played it several times, I played mm-hmm. it on PS2, GameCube, and then I played it on Wii and that's the definitive version I so, think. What mm. what what's Resident Evil four ish about so it, about it, this game? It's really focused on um, like this kind of like uh, good action combat um, in just the right sized environments. So you're like always feeling a little bit of the pressure of not having enough ammo. It, the balance is so good in this. You always have like six bullets left. Always, <laughs> it's awful. <laughs> it's like every every corner you go around, you hear a moan. You're like, oh, I can't even explore that area right now because I don't have enough bullets to deal with. Can it. you shoot? I love that feeling. Can you yeah. shoot the ankle or the knee, yeah. and then he like the guy leans down and you run up and you like hurricane kick him or you suplex or whatever? Oh, actually, I didn't know. I don't know if he can do that big finishing move. That was so useful once you do. Yeah, that that's ritual. how you. This, you this keep game, those six bullets. You use a, a knife uh-huh. and. Uh, 
and you do the thing where like you can shoot them under the ground and you just go slash 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 yep, slash, yep, slash, yep, slash, yep. slash 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 <laughs> and then they start getting up and they grab Stay your down. <laughs> and there's just blood everywhere it's so <laughs> gross and then and then sometimes they start getting up again but the knife really helps and it, but what you can do is when you do the finishing move uh, you can use it once because you lose your knife in the zombie. What? And, and then it's just Ooh. on the ground somewhere. What do you mean? So it like falls out of him? It, it, it like sticks in its head and then it's just gone. What are you, you talking pick, about? Can you gone? pick it up? Yeah, then you have to go like search, oh, okay. search the That's ground. Cool. Search the his, his goop, like yeah. his pile. All the dead zombies are like, which one did I leave the knife in? <laughs> Are you kidding me? <laughs> yeah, I didn't really, know that. That's it's so really, gross. Uh, I love really it. Scary. Um, so that's all great. And then just there, this thing happened while I was playing, which I didn't know was a. I think it's from a new game plus in the in the previous game. But a giant like a giant chases you, like when you're being slow. What do you mean? Like, a giant? Do you guys know oh, about this? Like in no. three, yeah, Nemesis, yeah. It's. I think it might be the Nemesis. Hmm. But like, wait, is it a giant like an El Gigante from four? Like no, the big guys? it's not that big. It's like right between that and a person. Okay, but is he wearing like, some leather? Yeah. Okay, I know who you're talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like this giant in this this crazy outfit. Uh-huh. And if you spin too like, long in an area, it's like boom, 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 boom. You're like ah, <laughs> and you have no ammo, and you can't. Do so you're just on the ground, like rooting around for that old knife and those boys, and then like the giant shows up to kill you. Yeah, but there's like combination of the thing in Resident Evil where there's like really dark, quiet sections mm-hmm. and you're exploring and you're finding plants to mash together <laughs> and that's all fun and that all feels good and then all of a sudden you just realize you've been in an action movie for 10 minutes but you don't even feel that transition. I can't you wait know? for this. There's game. like this like cool. the sewer scene with a you know a, a, a oversized creature in it and it's just like Resident Evil 4 where like there's these scenes where you're like running towards the camera and you're like doing like dodging and you realize like when you kind of play it back in your mind like that was composed like the coolest action movie mm-hmm. like, it yeah. looks so good it was fun to play I just couldn't be more excited for this game it's great well, it's heartening to me to hear that from you to know that you didn't play Resident Evil 2 back in the day so you're not your mind isn't clouded by nostalgia right you're yeah. just right. taking this new game for what it is and that's really exciting well and like I did like 5 but not this is already I like what I played for this but better than five and I 100 percented five I got all the achievements and everything but this is like such a better game and it, and it has a um, it has this uh, well it's just like such a dis- six was so bad and seven was fun but not Resident Evil but this is like the Resident Evil four sequel that I'm really excited for that is yeah. very exciting that is great news yeah it's just over a month away and in honor of Resident Evil two I dug up. <clears throat> IGN's review of Resident Evil 2 from 1998. So we're going to revisit that in a second. This is 1998 written by IGN's staff, so we don't know who to Aww, credit for this. Ooh, yeah. But this draft line was, Resident Evil 2 should be sponsored by Huggies. It's both pant-creamingly good and trouser-soilingly scary. <laughs> oh, my oh, gosh. God. Why did you bring Pants- this? Did you say Brad- <laughs> Did you ask? Did you say pant creamingly? (laughs) The IGN staff said that pant creamingly good. It should be sponsored by Huggies. Now Huggies don't usually help with that first thing. Yeah, that's not what Huggies. I mean, yeah, it was the nineties exactly. Uh, Wow, I've chosen some uh, quotes here. So uh, the review says Resident (laughs) Evil Two is perhaps the most anticipated and heavily hyped video game sequel in history. Yep. That's Was it thought. hyped? Yeah. That's what we thought well, in 98. Resident Evil 1, yeah, for The sure. question is, does Resident Evil yeah, 2 live up to the hoopla surrounding its release? For the most part, the answer is yes. Character selection in Resident Evil 2 has a much bigger impact on how you play the game than it did in the first one. The zombies don't take it easy, any easier on the fairer sex. Now, when you finish the game using one of the characters, you keep your game data and start over with the other character. And what you did the first time through the game impacts the scenarios you face as the other character. This is easily Capcom's biggest improvement and bolsters Resident Evil 2's replay- replayability tremendously. Wow. 
Despite all the improvements, there are still a few things to complain about. Aiming is still difficult, especially if you get trapped at the edge of a camera's view. The puzzles are better paced, but less interesting than in the first game, posing little challenge to the experienced adventure gamer. Inventory management is also still a pain, requiring you to run back and forth between storage boxes for necessary items you forgot to pack, although Capcom did ameliorate this a little by including an inventory pack that you can find. Mm. One area where Capcom is dead on is atmosphere. That's what you were just talking about. The graphics, sound effects, music, and level design all work together to create a spooky, horror-filled world that really keeps you on the edge of your seat. I just played that original game, though. It's like the boxiest, <laughs> funniest like world. <laughs> In fact, Resident Evil 2 may have the best sound design yet for a console game. A lot of really wonderful things can and will be said by reviewers about Resident Evil 2. Like it's a, pant creamingly. It's a good sequel. <laughs> it's a superb game in its own right, and it will consume your life for hours, but it's not a quantum leap forward in the evolution of the game or the genre. With fourth wave titles like Metal Gear Solid on the way, Resident Evil 2 just isn't quite the groundbreaker that the first one was. The hell is fourth wave? Fourth man? wave titles like Metal Gear Solid. Does that just mean the this? console generation? I don't know what that means. Oh. We gave wow. it a 9.3. Okay. IGN staff gave it a 9.3. IGN okay. staff. I mean, now I just want to list all the people that I know who were here and that was early 2000s. 98 was like three Not dudes. Not early 2000s. Well, I guess, but 98. like... 98. Yeah. I mean, most of those people made it to 2000, though. <clears throat> we'll have to figure it out. It's probably Fran. Craig? <laughs> I'll message him right now. Pan creaming. That brings us to the <laughs> November, no, December 1996 issue of Electronic Gaming Monthly, Street Fighter. Sweet. How does it bring us to this? That's right. Street Fighter, Street Fighter 3. 3. <laughs> on the, oh. uh, because uh, there's mention of Resident Evil 2 in this issue. Oh, no right. way. Um, That's awesome. The just really, really terrible Street Fighter art is here on the Yeah. Game. Yeah. Sorry if it doesn't look anything like it. <laughs> it's really, really bad. If you can, I pointed out to Damon earlier, it looks like he's uh, he's got a little pig crawling up his arm. <laughs> yeah, like if you... Uh, it looks like a pig or a baby, like a butt. Okay. <laughs> the art looks that's like weird. if you got robbed by Ken and Ryu and you told a police <laughs> sketch artist to draw them, that's what that's what Ken and Ryu look Pretty like. Pretty off. Also, uh, right here on the cover, there's a Pitfall 3D blowout. <laughs> remember Pitfall 3D. Pitfall. Let's when, blow it out. Brought to you by Huggies. Yeah. In 1996, <laughs> Pitfall was a big enough deal to tell people on the cover of your magazine, we got a blowout. A blowout. For Pitfall. Hey, Damon, to be fair, they had to fill 600 pages a month. So. That's true. Exactly. <laughs> Pitfall was great in the old days. Super Pitfall and those other NES games. Mm-hmm. Terrible. Oh man, where did? It, oh yeah. So here, uh, in the, early on the issue, they're um, talking about uh, the launch of the Nintendo 64. Remember, this is December '96. Right. It had been out for about four months or so. Oh I, right. I love the column named Tidbits. Yeah, <laughs> Tidbits. <laughs> uh, they talk about uh, Clockwork Knight on uh, I think it was a Sega Saturn game. Tidbits. So they talk about Tidbits. here. It's, there's a whole feature here. There's a graph, uh, uh, sort of a uh, when an infographic. Days it took for these console to sell 100,000 copies. Okay. So it took the Sega Saturn. 224 days to sell 100,000 copies. Okay. The PlayStation, 91 days. The Nintendo Ooh. 64, one day. Wow. Wow. One wow. day to sell 100,000 copies. It's definitely going to outsell the PlayStation now. And then in tidbits, here's a tidbit, maybe a scoop gem, Sam. Mm-hmm. This story comes from EGM's online pals. For those who couldn't get enough of the Mortal Kombat movie soundtrack, TVT Records <laughs> plans to follow it up with a more Mortal Kombat CD. Mortal. Filled, Mortal filled with additional high-energy tracks. Cuts on this album from bands such as God Lives Underwater and Sepultura were recorded exclusively for this project, Reps said. 
remember the uh, the Mortal Kombat. <laughs> first of all, that Mortal Kombat song was like a radio hit. That was great. So it makes man. total sense. And there is a there was a CD, and I remember I just I don't didn't own it, but I remember the CD existed. Yeah, before. it was awesome. Here's another tidbit. <clears throat> It was exactly one year ago when EGM first brought word of the R-Zone from Tiger Electronics, a lightweight LCD game system with plug-in cartridges. Its selling hook, the R-Zone projected the LCD image onto a specifically coded screen, Mm -hmm. so it looked as if that game floated in 3D space. Yeah. Anyone familiar with this? I played it. it. Yeah, I played it as a kid. It's like a headset that you put on. It's like AR. Yeah. It's and like so Google Glass, right? This was, yeah, for everybody on Earth, this was incredibly stupid. But for Tiger Electronics, this was a huge leap because this is the first time, A, that they had cartridges that you could yeah. swap in and out, and B, that they had something other than like just a, some dopey handheld. Yeah. And so it was this thing that you wore on your head, which I, I saw at Toys R Us, which weirdly enough- Does it have a picture? Toys R Us's video game section at the time was called the R-Zone. Like wow. Toys R Us had a thing called R Zone, and so do you wear it on your head, or do you look into it? No, you wear it on your head. It had yeah. like a, it had like a, it's like, like a one weird... thing. It's a headband with yeah. one screen over one eye, where yeah. you see the the Tiger Electronics LCD game. Yes, you play it there. But that's not it. That's something I don't know. I don't, I don't know, know what yeah. that is. They just back then you could put it. Anyway, I had never heard of this thing. I thought that's that was cool. pretty interesting. Did you play Mortal Kombat on it? I don't think so. <laughs> no, Probably the, not. The segment on the uh, it was on everything. The Netlink functionality on the Sega Saturn, explaining oh, how that works. Oh, yeah. And then they say, speaking of the internet, this is 1996. <laughs> Wait, can you so please good. read one sentence from the Netlink thing? I'm, I yeah. can't, I, I'm, I'm um, fascinated to see. For now, the U.S. Netlink can't save web pages or downloaded sounds on disk. Still, it can save a list of email addresses and bookmarks that can be changed by the user. Yes! Wow. Sounds swell. The internet is here. It was there in 96. <laughs> Speaking of the internet, EGM and its sister video game mags, EGM2, PSX, Intelligent Gamer, and Cybersports mm-hmm. are Cyber merging sports. with one of the hottest gaming spots on the internet to form a growing megasite dubbed Video Game Spot. Was that GameSpot? Run by the same wow. high-tech crew that runs GameSpot for PC oh, gamers, okay. Video Game Spot will feature the most up-to-the-minute <laughs> info on next-generation systems and games, okay. plus exclusive content straight from the editors of EGM. The site should be up and running by the time you read this at videogamespot.com. That's <laughs> <Do> awesome. <it. laughs> Find out well, it's I not think there. We have friends to. at GameSpot. I want to ask them to bring back yeah. Cybersports. It's not there anymore. Uh-oh. I want to bring back little... PSX Intelligent Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I subscribe to PSX Idiot yeah. Gamer myself. It's just weird that they had a site called GameSpot, and they're like, ah, we 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 can't just put console games on this. This is GameSpot. Uh, <laughs> we have to start something else. Video game spot. That's so now cool. It's just nothing that they were trying to incorporate right. web pages and emails. Stop and recording. We got to buy this website. All right, do it. What is it? It's 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 available. It's okay. You can sign <laughs> up right video now. Game available. Available. Video game spot. Video game spot. is available. Yeah. Oh, that's that's cool, crazy. Though. Here's another tidbit. Hell hath no fury like Sony scorned. The company's Shakespeare said it. <laughs> entertainment division has let loose its lawyers on companies allegedly selling counterfeit and gray market PlayStation games. Mm. Sony filed several federal lawsuits against companies that have sold mod chips. That's right. These chips, when installed in a PlayStation system, override the software security measures to let gamers play import and counterfeit games. I totally did that. The company contends these devices infringe on copyright and trademark laws owned by Sony. 
In addition, anyway, that's they're just yeah. they're just reporting on. Was it hard to put in the card or the the mod? Uh, no, you you just opened it up, and you soldered it in. Yeah, you, you did have. I had a friend, so I did that. Yeah, yeah, I had a, I didn't do it. I had a friend who did it, but that's when like CD-ROMs and all that stuff was like widely available. Napster, mm-hmm. burning your own stuff like that. This whole was wild, wild. West. By '98, yeah. you think you knew people that could burn CDs? Oh yeah, I feel like that was more of a '99 thing. But well, I guess so it, it was, was right. It was there, in that but, territory where people yeah. were starting to get used. So to So your PlayStation suddenly you could just burn a bunch of games for it. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Yeah. I mean, a spindle of CDs used to be like, you know, five bucks, but before they would sell them for $20 per disc. So, like, oh, you save Is that the PlayStation 3 controller? <laughs> Hold on. We'll get to that the controller. Boomerang. Uh, here's a report on advertising in games in 1996. Oh. It says advertising has long played a role in video game development. Product spokesmen from Spot to Chester Cheetah have landed starring roles in 16 bit <laughs> video games. Yonoid. In addition, numerous companies have linked product promotions to their games, notably in sports titles. However, the 32-bit standard has brought new technology to the board and new possibilities for advertising in video games. <laughs> Two recent titles offer a glimpse into how ads could find solace in video games. The first comes from it. the Japanese version of Fighting Vipers. A soft drink mascot from TV ads, Pepsi Man is a hidden character in the Sega Saturn game. Okay. Sony's Jet Moto has also made ads a part of that game. Wow. Is that what those Nestle Crunch backgrounds are from, Jet Moto? Yeah. That's, Mountain yeah. Dew. So you see Nestle Crunch and Butterfinger in there. That's yeah. crazy. The writing in this magazine is making me realize that everything that we're doing nowadays is going to sound so stupid in 15 years. <laughs> yeah. Every uh, everything we're doing. Not it's only up, that, but there's just no chance to be cool in 10 years. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. It's up to you future That's cool. video game podcasters to unearth the all the dumb stuff we've said. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah, look at how ugly this controller is. Destroy them with style. It says I don't even know how Yee. you hold this thing. That, uh, it's like a battering. Yeah, the PlayStation controller yeah. initially at one point in time was like that when they had concept What's, models prior. Like yeah, the original one that looked here. like a boomerang. Yeah. It's just yep. so much extra. It already looks like somebody ate pizza and used the controller before you. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember Yonoid? Yonoid was like, I think, a Domino's pizza thing CJ, for Henny. talk about Yonoid on every episode. Do you, the, see, I need to be on more episodes, Sam. Yeah, you Yonoid. Do, you do need to be Yonoid. on more episodes, CJ. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, here's a tech report called <laughs> Look Out for DVD. Whoa! There it is. I hope you're sitting. And DVD. 1996. Films you can watch at home on a flat thing. Forget (laughs) the age-old debate about cartridges versus compact discs. The next big war facing gamers could be between DVDs and CD-ROM software. A report released by Simba Information (laughs) states DVD will begin muscling in on CD-ROM's turf as early as 1997. So While the report cool. indicates CD-ROM sales will still grow. Anyway, it's just... What was the last system with CD-ROM? Just PlayStation? Uh, yeah, but I mean, there was even... Was that. the Dreamcast DVD? Well, most of them have been DVD. No, I mean, there was battle. The only other battle was, like, the Blu-ray battle between, like, HD DVD and Blu-ray. No, but they're, no, they're saying that the, the format of, like, the Sega CD and the PlayStation is CD-ROM. Right. And the PlayStation 2 is DVD. And that's why the PlayStation 2 played Yeah, the DVDs Trojan also. horse in it, yeah. So, like, the, I wonder uh, if the... Yeah, it was just a weird transition at the time. Nice. Oh, there Spot, he is. Spot goes to oh, Hollywood. That's right. Fancy All game. Seven up. He's flirting with... He's flirting with the disaster, and his quote says, "Hey, she came on to me first. Oh, so he's like a sex, uh, like a sex pest, you know, spot." <laughs> that, those Apparently, games were good. Game to man. PlayStation and Sega Saturn. There were yeah. multiple cool spot Wait, games. Does it not say Seven Up anywhere? There's no Seven Up branding. What that's, is going that's, on? That's crazy. It's a 3D I mean, you platformer. Knew that, though. Uh, it says at the bottom, the Spot character is a registered trademark of Doctor Pepper. Dr. Pepper Cadbury, North America. Oh, Why yes. doesn't it say 7-Up anywhere? I don't know. You Was just Spot knew. that established? I don't yeah. Know. For 7-Up, absolutely. That's a virgin. That's Dr. Great. Pepper Cadbury, North that. America sounds like a CAPTCHA. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> All right, now it's time for gaming gossip with Quarterman. All yes. right, rumors. Uh, on, Nintendo Quarterman. has had some closed door discussions with Namco about bringing out a version of Tekken Three for the Nintendo sixty four. That would never happen. No. <laughs> My Q spies are reporting that Tekken Three is close to sixty percent complete. The game will have less characters, and it will use Namco's new System thirty three hardware. Some are even speculating that Namco may bring out Tekken 3 exclusively for the Nintendo 64. Oh, man. <laughs> that definitely didn't happen. Namco's position is they will use the hardware that will make their games look and play better than their arcade arch nemesis, Sega. <laughs> so good. Yeah. Also, the 32-bit comment. That in was the too. best it's gossip like in that whole column? Yep, that was the only good go- oh gossip. Oh, my though. gosh. <laughs> and here we go. Um, here's the uh, first preview of Resident Evil 2. Is it short? On base 40, yeah. Well, they just have some screenshots and a few tests of the first Resident Evil game gave PlayStation owners a reason to shout. Blood gore and a macabre setting that hasn't been duplicated since, well, until now. All right, skip to Time Commando. What's going on with that? That's a video game that's advertised from Activision. Uh, oh, yeah, I wanted to mention this. There's an ad for a game called Time Commando, <laughs> which I've never heard that's of. It's a good name. It came that to is. PlayStation. There's a quote from GameSpot. It's 2 a.m. I'm still playing Time Commando. And then there's also a quote from HappyPuppy.com. That says Time Commando could rewrite the book on fighting games. Happypuppy.com? <laughs> they quoted happypuppy.com. Is that like a dog care website that I'm like nervous. Moonlights has a video game review out? I'm sure out? it was like a placeholder. Also, that, that, they that quote they get, that said that they're still playing it at 2 a.m., it doesn't tell you when they started playing it. <laughs> yeah. like, it's Five minutes. I started at 1.55. <laughs> yeah. Also available. Happypuppy.com? It's yeah. unclear if it's available because it has a bunch of sections on it, like Game S. If it says dating games game. and Simpson games. Yeah, dating games and then the Simpsons game. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what's going on here. <laughs> Weird. We Guys. got a way back machine that. I'm, I'm yeah. fascinated to see what that is now. Guys, on page 44, there's a preview for <laughs> Castlevania V. Whoa. Hmm, what, what did that end up being? Symphony of the Night. Oh, no. Oh, right. Damn, that's wow. awesome. Castlevania yep. Five. That's yeah. what they were calling that's it? Cool. That's such a they cool were name. calling yeah. it Castlevania Five. The Castlevania Saga hasn't had much attention in the past few years. Since the Super NES got Super Castlevania Four. the series right. has been all but dormant in the States. Gamers who wanted more of the Belmont family's adventures had to resort to buying the import of Dracula X. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's super cool. That's calling it Dracula wow. Five. Uh, what are we looking for here? Magic? Castle Monsuma's Castle. Revenge? Is that, did that just say that? Flip one more page. Hold up, mm-hmm. hold up. Hold up. <laughs> I don't know. That was a Commodore game I loved. Oh, yeah. There's um, a Magic the Gathering Magic? Battle oh. Mage uh, advertisement in here. What, what page am I looking for? Monsuma's here? Return. 52. Man. Here we go. Uh, preview for Super Mario Kart R. Which is Mario Kart 64. Oh, gotcha. that's right. Wow. That was the code yeah. name for it. I don't remember that. They were calling it Super Mario Kart R. Development on Super Mario Kart R continues to chug along, and EGM is finally seeing more info on which of the previous racers will appear in this much-anticipated title. We can reveal that Mario will return. <laughs> it, it looks like... I'm sure this looked unbelievable to people at the time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That oh, looks yeah. very Look, Mode 7 still. Is like, this like... I don't know how to describe the aesthetic of the '90s, but just show people that it was like, in your it. in your face is the aesthetic. It, yeah, yeah, it's so bad. All the commercials, like it, bright it was, yellow. It was like really short fonts with like foot wide kerning yeah. on flat colors <laughs> and diagonal crap that just said like, Rah! and then there was a guy in your face with bloodshot eyes yeah. about to throw up. <laughs> 
I love this part. Do you remember um, a few, a few? I guess it was a few months now. Uh, we found out that there was an old game for PlayStation starring Bruce Willis mm-hmm. called Apocalypse. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I, mm. I had never heard of this game, but apparently a few other people had. Bruce Willis starred in a PlayStation One game called mm-hmm. Apocalypse. Wow. Here's a preview for Apocalypse that doesn't yeah, mention doesn't Bruce, mention Bruce Willis, Willis. Okay. at all. Huh. So previous, so, so prior cool. to his involvement, it's a preview of Apocalypse prior to Bruce Willis's involvement. I wonder if they brought, they were like, this game's a mess. We need a celebrity to save it. <laughs> Bring yeah. him in. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I'm looking for 84. Uh, on page 84, oh, the scores. The review crew, they reviewed the first Tomb Raider. Oh, nice. the very first Tomb Raider. That, that they like it? they gave it great. all nines and an eight. There that rules. Go. Yeah. I can't even imagine like being like doing this job the second that game came out that yeah, would have been like mind blowing i know yeah uh that's such, a, that's such a cool era for games too yeah in the same issue they review bubsy 3d oh also not the best era for games famously no. bad games <laughs> two exactly. threes a four mm-hmm. and a two yeah accurate for that game uh, i mean there, just my only anecdote for bubsy 3d is that there was this youtuber named Eulilia who uh put up um, not even a YouTuber, but he, he was doing this stuff like way back in the day. He was doing like some of the first Let's Plays. He's played the game for like almost like 400 hours and like... Bubsy 3D? Yeah, Bubsy 3D. Oof. Like, and he's, he's got Why? this really dull... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry I'm even that's explaining long, this to you guys. That's how long it takes to beat the first level. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. NBA Jam. Oh, that's awesome. I've got to tell you, in these reviews, um, they give a best feature and a worst feature back then. So for Tomb Raider, they said the best feature is the 3D graphics. The mm. worst feature is Lonely Levels. Yeah, oh, it's very empty. Uh, yeah, very then on Bubsy, the best feature is the cinemas, and the worst, <laughs> the worst feature was the rest. <laughs> wow, <laughs> the best Savage. part of your game is the movies. Maybe Accurate, it's not a good though. game. Accurate. And reading from the uh, the two point five blurb, blurb from Sushi X uh, says, "No, this is not how you treat a perfectly good mascot." What I would like to see come up with this review is a return to the drawing board for poor Bubsy 3D. Oh. Absolutely no texture mapping is used, so the lack of numerous polygons is painfully <laughs> obvious. <laughs> Pretend your control is filled with mud. This is how Bubsy plays. Oh, my oh God. control is filled God. with mud? How did the mud get inside the controller? <laughs> I don't know, but th- yeah, there, there are limited textures in that little photo, but I, that's, I, that's I actually like that problem. description. That's yeah. good. Uh, page 92 there, review Legacy of Kane. Mm-hmm. That game was pretty cool. That yeah. was the Amy Hennig That's uh, She, she uh, at yeah. least worked on um, Soul Reaver, the okay. sequel. I'm not sure if she mm. worked on this first one. They gave that all eights and a nine. There's also an advertisement of like a, well, a I giant want to show this. It was an yeah. advertisement for a game called Black Dawn on Saturn and PlayStation uh, 1 that appears to be a helicopter like combat game. Why is the helicopter coming out of a giant mouth? What's the tagline? Say no to drugs, say yes to bloodshed and what? And helicopter warfare. Does it really say that? So Yeah. So, so instead of like eating like drugs, eating you drugs. eat a helicopter. Yeah. <laughs> it's an eating drugs reference. So like uh, like a hundred people worked at this ad studio, and they were like, "Oh, that's perfect." And just put that in the magazine forever. See, originally so it was crazy. probably somebody smoking the helicopter, but then they just couldn't. Yeah, yeah we want to do that. This magazine. So you know, it's we're in the holidays right now, mm-hmm. right? Would you guys like to? Bring an old friend Aww, home for the holidays oh, for Super man. Nintendo. There's it's, a full page ad. That's for a really cool ad. Miss Pac-Man on Super Nintendo. All it's all it is just a picture of Miss Pac-Man and then the box yep. in the corner. Let's Once again, it. just weirdly vaguely sexualized, just the tiniest <laughs> bit, just ten percent. How? 
How is this? Well, the, she's not wearing clothes, Damon. She's, she's, they, never she's butt naked in boots, waving with long lashes, Damon. It was and the nineties, Brian. And it says, it "Bring okay, a friend home for the right. holidays." There's a, <laughs> there's right. a vague, there's vaguely sexualism there. A sick man. Uh, book, <laughs> bookmark that one. I want to make Christmas cards with it. Okay, that actually would be pretty good. You have a few card. days to get that together. Uh, here you go. I know. Sam. Scant days. <laughs> here you go, Sam. Here's an ad for Pro Pinball. The pinball game so real, this is the only thing you'll miss. The quarter. The quarter. Oh. Yeah. This game was on good. PlayStation and Sega Saturn and Mac OS. And then I feel like um, Rick Stetta, five-time world pinball champion, who there's a quote from, I feel like you'll you'll identify with him Rick on looks some great something in about that this photo. guy. Yeah. There's just something about him. I don't know. Please just, get a close with that guy. I can just I can just really relate to him. There's something about him. He has he has a mustache. A very big one. Well, I don't think that's what it is. It's just oh, like no, we have a lot in common. Yeah. And, yeah. I don't we love I pinball. You I love pinball, him. yeah. <laughs> Does this have real machine no, it's just made up stuff. Yeah. Pro pinball. Now you see now you need to get a PlayStation. It's from Interplay. Yeah. Interplay. There you Rip. go. Rip in what page yep. are we on here? We're going to jump world. way ahead here. There's Namco's Museum. What are we going to show? You're not even halfway through this yet. I told you. This is like There's the so longest 600-page video game episode. episode. Oh, I love this. Is there a butt? This is a, butt. an ad for Namco Museum Volume 2. Okay. And it says, it seems every ad tries to sell you a game with more guts, more butts, more smut, and more nuts. They mean like crazy people. How about more fun? <laughs> Thank you for qualifying that. <laughs> they, can't, they can't see the photo. And then it says, how about more fun presenting Namco Museum Volume 2? But they're trying to have it both ways because they include like a gory photo yeah. and then this dominatrix yeah. lady photo. Yeah. Like, yeah. They're trying to do it like both ways. Like the butts get the, you into this ad. The plumber yeah. crack uh-huh. there. Yeah. Uh, Man. The Man and Conquer. So oh, yeah. good. Also, something so funny. So good. Tecmo's. Well, gee, I had to jump way. Oh, yeah. Uh, here we go. It's a two page ad for Tecmo's Deception. What is that? PlayStation. The name is Tecmo's Deception? Yeah, I guess I so. I Explain. Yeah, people yeah. just say Deception. I think this is that game where you set traps for people in like a castle or a haunted house. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but there's a. Look how much the price is. <laughs> Yeah, still sixty bucks. It, it was yeah, sixty. Exactly. I wanted to point this out. This game was sixty dollars in nineteen ninety six. Yeah, there's also like a good a, deal on games now. I know. There's a multiple really choice yeah. quiz here, and this ad includes a reservation slash deposit form for Tecmo's Deception, and it says, "Dear retailer, the customer whose name and address is listed below wishes to place a non-refundable deposit on Tecmo's Deception. Please contact your local game distributor." And your central buying office for specific instructions. So that's a that's a pre-order, right? A, a pre-pre-order. You cut this out and take it to Toys R Us. Or, yeah, yeah. And what did you get for games? doing that? The, you, you lost the game money that way. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. You get mocked by the clerk. Yeah, <laughs> you lost money it. forever. You want me to do what with this magazine? <laughs> and you never yeah, got it back. Take that out of my face. Yeah. <laughs> and you you made a cut, non-refundable. I never mistake. did anything like that. <laughs> and you just cut the review score out on the other side. I never did anything like that. We're gonna jump ahead to page 178. <laughs> 16 bits last stand. Oh. Remember, this is 1996. Yeah, that's so uh, sad. No, no, 98, right? This no, this is 96 that we're in. Oh, there's a couple more years of 16. I know that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. That's so rude. So they're trying to point out the 16-bit <laughs> games that are still coming, but I don't know, guys. Mm-hmm. Arcade's greatest hits. Yeah, three. <laughs> With Sinistar <laughs> Joust. Joust. Oh, did we ever Whoa. get Sinistar and Bassmasters Classic Bass Pro Edition Master. College Football USA '97? Now here's Donkey Kong Country Three. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's, that's, that's a pretty legit yeah. one. FIFA '97. FIFA '97. Gearheads. Don't remember. Those sides. Don't remember uh, those guys. Kirby Superstars. Games. Yeah, that game oh, wow. became rare because it came out yeah. so late. Lolo. Lobo. Oh, yeah, okay. I was gonna say the DC uh, character. 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. What page am I looking for? Two Mad every 97. ad, Mad that same nineties, exactly yeah. what you're talking about, like tiny font. Yeah, like it's so targeting. weird. It's so weird. Maui Mallard, which is a Donald Duck game. Mm-hmm. I don't know why they're just calling oh, it Maui right. Mallard. Anyway, uh, I'm looking for page two oh three. Look at all the these NHL are all a bunch games, of these wow. are all sixteen bit games. This yeah. is a two page ad for Bubsy three D. Ouch! In the same magazine that just crapped all <laughs> yeah. over it yeah. too. <laughs> Here we go. It's on the Game Boy Pocket special oh. feature. Pocket cool. That's awesome. Cool. I love. I love yeah. all of That's the a joke on Pocket Pool. <laughs> I don't. Yeah, know. maybe. It totally. Is. Yeah, it is. It totally. Is. <laughs> I loved all the um, the branding and uh, advertising for this thing. By the way, it was like totally peak Nintendo in your face. Look how like, thick that is, though. You'd never put one of those in your pocket. It's like a. It would have like a guy <laughs> holding it, but he's being electrocuted by the fun. <laughs> yeah, his hair is like straight up. Yeah, naturally. This uh, feature opens with "There's a special place where gamers <laughs> go to relax and play games that don't always take a lot out of them." This place isn't too far away. It's a place somewhere in between the home systems and the Tiger handhelds. This place is known as the Portables. Oh man! Okay, well oh, I could have saved them. Yeah, that guy Contra's desperately there. didn't want. I could have got this down to three hundred. This probably could have been three hundred forty-nine pages without this stupid spread that tells me nothing. Uh, He's like, I want to write like the romantic smut novels that they sell at Safeway. <laughs> Guys, we finally come to the blowout. On Pit Pit Fall 3D. 3D. Oh. Activision's Rumble in the Jungle. Uh-oh. The blowout is one, two, three, <laughs> four. I'm worried this game didn't come out. Did this game Four come pages out? long. Four, wait, wow. that's a blowout? The yep. 16-bit thing was like nine pages. Well, and hey, it was mostly yep. Madden. That was the blowout. Bubsy's on at least three pages in this issue. <laughs> <laughs> all bad. There's a whole insert all, here. All Every bad. page is bad. There's an insert? For the, uh, but it's a Sega Saturn ad. Oh, that's awesome. That's yeah, cool. here, look how silver it is. It looks like I'm a cologne ad. Oh, man. The nostalgia is so numbers. real. I'm just looking through all the games you're passing, like Mortal yeah, Kombat can. and Command and & Conquer and, oh. Tetris Plus. Tetris Plus. From Jalico. There you go. Jalico um, had the Tetris <laughs> license for Wait, some what? Time? Yeah. What? Uh, that, kind of, that kind of PlayStation and Saturn? Yeah. Wow. So, Tetris Plus. Um, when I was in uh, this middle school... Maybe maybe high school, probably middle school. We figured out that you could you could just walk freely into the back hallways of shopping malls. This is in uh, Scottsdale, Arizona. You could just like open up a door, and then there'd be like passages. Like you could just go on in the between them. Mall. Yeah, yeah. Just be a bad kid in them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I went back behind. I think it was behind a Babbage's or whatever it was, EB at the time. And uh, the, it was the year the Saturn came out. The Saturn was a total flop. Like people did yeah. not buy the Saturn. And I think it might have been this fall, and they had the box a box out back that was like there's their dumpster and then their box of like just stuff that they're going to put in the dumpster later and it was all Saturn swag. Oh wow. It was like shirts and buttons and everything. For Did the you Saturn. grab it? Yeah. Couldn't got get rid of it. Nice. You got them. Yeah nice. and to this day sometimes I'll find like a Saturn button just in like a box <laughs> of like stuff I had in high school. Like nobody wanted. <laughs> That's awesome. Right. Also stealing, but <clears throat> yeah. No, page. no, it was it was definitely in the garbage. It wasn't that bad kid type <laughs> stuff. Dumpster diving. Yeah, it was it was dumpster diving essentially. <laughs> On page two eighty six, there's a a preview for a uh, PlayStation FMV game called Fox Hunt. Okay. Which I've Weird. never heard of, but there's all these like I've mean, never heard of that either. All these shots of this FMV. And look, M- look at those quality actors. That Henry Winkler. Uh, the preview says when <laughs> kind of looks like him. When full motion video CD-ROM games first came to video gaming, they were crude at best. Yeah. yeah. Press a few buttons, watch some grainy video, and go on to the next stage. But now it's 1996. <laughs> the FMV fad <laughs> so stagnated, and companies ditched their FMV projects as they were month-old severed heads. Of all the companies that have produced FMV games, Capcom is probably the last name you could possibly think of, but Capcom is responsible for Fox Hunt. Does this have a byline? Mm, no, their previews don't have bylines. 
Here's a question. When did the ESRB come out? 96, I think. No, it's no? 1994 because okay. Wario's Woods on NES has an ESRB rating. So half those games I played just going, hey, can I rent them? And you walked into a video store and nobody cared what type of game you rented. <laughs> Of course at, not. At, they still yeah. don't. Wait, well, I know. But can a kid not buy something in America? Well, you can buy whatever you no, want. No, you can go to a retailer now, and kids, I mean, I have three of them, so I know. My 12-year-old could not buy something rated R. They ask you. They'll say, No hey, way. Yes, absolutely. No way. They never I think you're, just, sure. you're going to a good GameStop. There's other ones you can go to. They don't care. I'm just saying it's weird that all these kids and I just haven't found the right GameStop. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I got true. kicked out of Time Cop when I was underage in the theater. Wow. Okay. The, a guy came up and asked us how old we were all. The mid-movie. Did you have a fake mustache back then? <laughs> <laughs> There's a preview for Robotron X on the PlayStation. It tried to update Robotron. I played uh, Robotron. Um, I think I remember that. Yeah, Robotron there was a Nintendo 64 version. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where I played it. it was and fun. then so there, I think there, it's a different game, though. It was called Robotron. I don't know. 2184 or something. Mm-hmm. Well, the editors are, are imagining what other old uh, arcade games could okay. be given the X treatments. Yeah. They, so there's a little sidebar that says Joust X. Yeah. <laughs> it's no secret that a huge amount of retro games have come out lately. This is probably due to the fact that although these games are far from being graphically superior, they are a lot of fun when it comes to gameplay and replay value. Robotron X is far from being a retro game, but it is based on the old Robotron. Could Robotron X be the start of a new trend? Could remakes of old arcade classics be on their way? Time will tell. But it would be interesting to see Joust X or Bubbles X come Bubbles along. X. Bubbles yeah, no X. Bubbles? No. Oh, man. Isn't that think, Michael Jackson? The the they have it at California Extreme, but it's a Williams game. But same people as Robotron 2 joysticks. And you're it's a sink with a drain in the middle. And then you are a, uh, a, a, a bubble. You're not like the scrubber. No. You have to try to not you're, go. You're in a bubble, and, and a witch has a scrubber that comes by every once in a while. Oh, and you, you know that you makes get, perfect it's sense. Like, it's like Katamari, <laughs> where you get bigger and bigger as the bubble. Oh, as and there's like a razor that you're not supposed to touch, and then there's like cockroaches. So some dude so was getting rough. high over his sink, and he's like, "This is a game idea." That's how out of ideas <laughs> they were by 1982. Yeah. They're like, "There's a game about everything." They're like, "Not everything, not yet." No, that's no, really no that's funny. a bad idea. Oh, but, but it's still an, an they look so terrible. Looking at these photos, though, it like just appreciating what. Mario World was, or not Mario World, but 64 when it was released. These are so bad. Yeah. You're so bad. Finally, we're in the letters section at the end. Uh, Here's a letter from uh, Ryan in Branson, Missouri, who says, I'm getting tired of all the crud being thrown at Nintendo because they decided to make the N64 a cartridge-based system. Yeah. They're a tired bil- of all this crud. They're a billion-dollar company. <laughs> Get some huggies, They're Branson. a billion-dollar company. I'm sure they know what they're doing. When have they ever let us down, other than releasing the Virtual Boy? Ooh. Just by playing Super Mario 64. You should realize that Nintendo is serious about this system, so why doubt them? And who cares if you have to pay $10 or $20 more than an average PlayStation or Saturn game? If the game is good, then pay the measly fee. His entire logic is that they're billionaires and they could never make a mistake. (laughs) (laughs) Here's another one. Um, Billionaires are largely infallible (laughs) groups of people. Here's a counterpoint from Adam. He was sent his letter (laughs) via email. He says, I'm a college student who owns a Sony PlayStation, Mm -hmm. and I have started to smile a little bit when the now-loading screen appears on a game. I say this because PlayStation and Saturn CDE games have virtually the same graphics and gameplay as Nintendo 64 games, but at a lower price. If I can save $20 on a CD game over an N64 cartridge game, then I don't really mind having to wait in between stages or rounds. It's a lot of money if you can save $20 on every game. 
I believe that I am not alone in this opinion and urge every other CD game owner to smile and pat your wallet when the now loading screen... <laughs> I didn't realize how bitter people were when the Nintendo 64 came out. Like, I didn't realize this that this was, like, this wars, is a big console war. Yeah. Yeah, totally. It's like, hey, by the way, I just installed a mod chip. I also, thought, the, I thought really PlayStation players were just like, I don't care no. about the, Nintendo The PlayStation 64. went on to outsell the N64, like, five times oh. over. Yeah, like, yeah it's, crazy. It's, so, I like, everyone agreed with that second guy right yeah. there. Yeah, they did. But the crazy thing is, I actually want, I mean, besides obviously being a Nintendo guy and all the IPs that it had, I hated load times. I actively disliked most of PlayStation 1 games because of load times. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Final Fantasy 7 uh, yeah, some, some brutal load times that I used to watch at a friend's You know what you should have done? should have patted your wallet and thought about that 20 bucks. <laughs> exactly, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> it was a long need way. a time machine. Every single time. Think about what you could be spending that 20 bucks on. Oh, man. All right, one last letter for this issue. Uh, it comes from Lee who needs help with dad. He says, my name is Lee. I'm a 12-year-old boy with no money to get an N64. My dad says that it is a waste of money. He says that the Nintendo 64 will be garbage when a better system comes out. (laughs) Tell me something to to say or do to convince him otherwise, please. (laughs) Wow. It gets better. <laughs> well, so Lee, I forgot. To, I, tell me something I can tell my dad. Sorry, I forgot. To, I read these two out of order. Um, so wait, they have a good response. So first, let me read this previous letter that says, "I heard the Nintendo 64 would be getting a few games with porn in them. If my mom found out they were going to do that, she would never let me have a Nintendo 64. Please tell me they are not." Uh, <laughs> Holy cow! <laughs> there was, there was, <laughs> their response was, sorry, we can't tell you that. Nintendo has an age-old habit of get, putting too much gratuitous sex and violence in their videos. <laughs> <laughs> what? I love this so like, no oh, porn, yeah. please. <laughs> when, Lee's, when Lee's asking for help on how to convince his dad to uh, let him get a Nintendo 64, they say, why don't you tell him about all the great porn <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my gosh. <laughs> They removed the blood from Mortal Kombat. There's that is no the porn. Funniest things I've ever seen in a video game magazine. That is so good. Oh, Can you imagine that awesome. playground rumor? It's like, I heard there's gonna be lots of porn in the Nintendo 64, and then some kids like, some kids like, yes, and the other kids like, my mom, what is she gonna think? And the other guy's like, wow. let me ask my dad about this, and his dad's like, that thing is garbage, and he's like, I'm writing into a video game magazine. Oh, We're setting this. Man, through. oh, it's so good. God, it's so funny. Yeah. It's like we found out tonight that. Pornography is being sold on the new <laughs> Nintendo game system. <laughs> have access to your this. game tapes have nudes. <laughs> do you do you remember even Street Fighter though? It's like Chun Li's outfit was too revealing yeah. in Street Fighter Two. I remember mm. people oh, actually yeah. having an issue. It's like she does the hurricane kick, and it's like whoa, whoa, that is bad. Yeah, the yeah. hurricane kick. I got the vapors. Too revealing. What do you think that the worst <laughs> game on Nintendo sixty four would have been? Like in terms of like Mortal Kombat, Kombat, Mortal Kombat, Kombat Chameleon right? Twist. Yeah, Gex. <laughs> it sounds like sex. <laughs> <laughs> true. It's wow. true. Enter the Gecko. What do you Maybe think they're doing? With all the, Enter man. the Sexo. <laughs> Maybe that arcade game with all the guts and but butts. But that's the thing, though. Arcades, <laughs> arcades were bad. Like, I lived at the arcade. Like, Say No to Drugs was where that was happening. Mm-hmm. Like, arcades yeah. were not a good thing. Like, those Williams logos and everything in the beginning. Of in in hindsight, and Super Smash Brothers does sound like it's full of porn. <laughs> 
Forget <laughs> Bubbles X, Bubbles Triple X. Ooh, watch out oh, for that witch. Oh, man. But uh, anyways. Gentlemen, I, I, I'm so laughing at the dad. That's who's so like, good. The well, is yeah, garbage. like, because our dads played, our dads played, like, Galaga in yeah, television, and that was it. They did yeah, not go to the arcade. Atari, and they're like, that I'm never doing it. this again. I just yeah. think about, like, me walking into, like, the living room. My dad's sitting there with, like, his feet up. He's got his reading glasses on, and I got a video game magazine. And I'm like, look at this thing. It's called the N64. I really want it for Christmas. And he's like. This looks like garbage. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, I I know we're running long. Will you (laughs) indulge me and the listeners in a round of 20 questions? Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Our suggestion this week comes from Alistair McRae in Edinburgh, UK. Let the questioning begin. Nice. Is it garbage? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Um, Actually, no. This game was well-received. Oh. Oh, Great. Right. If you want to okay. count that question. No, can we count it? We'll count yeah. it. Yeah. Is this pre-1990? No. There it is. Okay. Oh. It's going to be 20 questions, everybody. Is it Kid Icarus? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> is it, um, was it on, was it a Nintendo franchise? Was it a Nintendo franchise? Meaning? Was it on a Nintendo platform? Yes. Okay. okay. But not, yeah, so yeah, we don't know. Pre-2000? Publisher yeah. yet. Was it pre-2000? No. Okay. Um... Is it a side-scrolling game? No. Okay. That's five. Does this have 3D graphics? Yes. Okay. Is it a first-person shooter? No. We're burning through these real quick. Was this on a cartridge-based medium? No. Okay, so there's a disc-based... Nintendo game. It was probably Wii or Wii U. Wait a minute. Is it a disc-based game that was on a Nintendo system? Yeah. So GameCube... Wii, Wii U, okay. but not Switch. But this is post-2000. Yeah, and, and it wouldn't not, be any of the and DSs. And it was well-received. Or, or Game Boy or yeah. DS or anything. And it wasn't a first-person shooter. Yeah. So we, we assume it's multi-platform then, right? Yeah, it could be. Yeah. We really it's don't know much. Know. Uh, well, no. we could isolate it to the system. Yeah, I think that that's really important. Yeah. Um, was this on one of the Wii consoles? Yes. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> was this on Wii U? No. Okay, so we. <laughs> we didn't need that. Oh, we kind of did. That's the library is like this and this. <laughs> <laughs> I know, but. Okay, right, so this that's is a, a Wii game. You're 10 in. 10 in. Oof. So it's a Wii. It, it was on Wii. It doesn't mean it's a, like an only a Wii game. Um, I like to ask if it has motion controls, but then Damon mocks me for asking. Yeah, don't do that. We know it probably does. <laughs> that's what he says. <laughs> yeah, it probably does. It's a, it's a waggling uh, era. Okay. Uh, uh, was this made in Japan? Yes. Uh, is there, are there sequels to this game? No. What? Mm-hmm. Zach and Wiki? Kid Icarus. No, it's kidding. Endless Ocean. Endless Ocean <laughs> has a sequel. Does it? Yeah, I think there was an English, Endless Ocean 2, right? But it's endless. <laughs> That's why there can be endless sequels. Uh, okay, we're at 12. What's right? next? You're going to tell me there's multiple Final Fantasies? Was Endless Ocean on Wii or GameCube? Wii. Okay. No sequel. I am questioning your knowledge about the Endless Ocean franchise now, Sam. <laughs> Don't take um, your phone out. I'm, phone out. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just I'm trying to remember for later. I'll verify that. Do, do, we, do we ask if it was... This burnt me last time, which is reason why I don't want to ask the multiplayer question now. Why? Well, because last time there How was a caveat. How many Wii games do you know? Well, that, well not a lot. That's, That's what makes it good. So if it, it's answered... It's good. and so, so it never got sequels. It's a good question. Right. Okay, does it have no multiplayer? Sequels. Does it have sorry? Usually Damon doesn't know the answer to this. Okay, so let me let me that's what I'm doing. I'm doing the caveat are does it have do you know the answer to whether or not there's multiplayer? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, <laughs> is it an online or multiplayer game? What? One, either of the two? Well, that's why I try to wrap it into a question. <laughs> you guys want him to ask this question? Yeah. Is it an online or multiplayer game? No. Okay. That's good. That's so weird. We can just stack questions. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I tried yeah. to last time. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Um, um, okay. So we don't, we actually don't know the publisher, right? We have no idea. Or, uh, yeah. Or we genre. don't kind of know the genre either because no, not side scroller, not first person shooter. Okay. Does this have realistic graphics? No. It's a Wii well, it's game. It's a Wii game. Well, no. But, but, but that would be Red Steel or, uh, you know, like something. Oh, uh, like yeah. <sighs> yeah. Realistic graphics is, is, is helpful to eliminate because then you get the cartoony graphics games. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. I'll give you that. So now we've only narrowed it down to 980 games available on the <laughs> I don't Nintendo think Wii. There's that many cartoony graphics. We got. Ooh. I, th- I think I got one. Is it a sports game? No. Dang. It's 15. There's a lot of I'm sports games. I'm thinking it's going to be like Elibits or I love you. Wiki or I love you, CJ, like but you're, you're where the questions go to die. <laughs> <laughs> I did that last time, Brian. Uh, you weren't here. Elibits is a good one. Elibits or Zach and Wiki is a good one. Um, and we, we didn't ask about motion controls, right? We actually have very little information. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot of information. Ooh. But does this game It's have... a Wii. It's got to have motion controls. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's a... Uh, does, uh, does this game have voice acting? I'm, I'm pretty sure. Yes. Hmm. Remember deadly creatures? (laughs) (laughs) I knew you wanted to ask some specific questions. That had, that had, uh, that had realistic graphics. I mean, uh, yeah, but look, like almost every game had voice acting by them. (laughs) This is like, no, it's like 2008. I'm retracting that. I, I don't, I'm not confident in whether or not it has voice okay. acting. Okay. Nintendo yeah. was famous for being behind a voice act. Not even Twilight Princess had voice Twilight Princess didn't even have voice acting. Well, yeah. I mean, that's just them, though. I th- all of their games have gotten hundreds of sequels. So we're, yeah. we're okay. We, we, we got the answer retracted. I, I think you're hovering around the right area with the Zack and Wiki, Elibits, potentially mm-hmm. Endless Ocean corner of the Wii, yeah, the would, Wii library. What would kind of narrow that time? I, I mean, I guess publisher would help. We could ask if it's just Capcom. Wasn't that Zack yeah, and Wiki? Yeah, go for it. Is this a Capcom published game? Yes. Oh, that, that was good. That was real good. I mean, that okay. puts us in a really safe zone. <clears throat> yeah. So Have Cap- we mentioned the game yet? Yes. Oh, uh, yay. <laughs> it's got to be it. <laughs> It's got to be Zack and Wiki. <laughs> no, it doesn't have to be. But be <laughs> what else did we say? It's made by Capcom. Does Endless Ocean have a monkey Sega, in it? I think. I don't remember if this game has a monkey in it. Okay. You guys didn't say many other games. Yeah, we didn't say many other games. Because I ran into this last time and guessed Kid Icarus, and then I didn't go with my gut. So just rule it out. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to narrow it down. But I think, well, it has, is, does this have a pirate theme? Yes. All right. Is it Zach and Wiki? Yeah. There it is. Nice. Zach and Wiki Zach something up with something. The How many questions was that? Got? Yeah. that well, <laughs> with your guess, it was 19. Okay. Nice. Whoa. I didn't know got that yeah. yeah. It was like the quest for Barbados yeah. or something mm-hmm. like nice, that. Yeah. man. Barbaro's Treasure. Barbaro's Treasure. There you go. That was yeah. never nice. ported anywhere. Nope. It's amazing. 2007 is crazy. Half of it. I know IGN gushed 2007, Point and Click Adventure. Did it have voice acting? I don't remember. You would think it would, but maybe it didn't. It did. We did gush about it. We described it as a pants creaming adventure. <laughs> Get your hug. For the whole family. For <laughs> <laughs> a whole family of diapers. Did you play it? That our mission did, yeah. is to uh, find out who wrote that. Finish. Was Wiki he <laughs> was like pear. some sort of Yeah, I guess. Yeah, pear. he was like a, some sort of like Because you're like, like a was pear. Pear. Yeah. yeah. That actually sounds out. like pear and I think about it. Yeah. Yeah. We'll find out yeah. a little That's bullet pear on this episode. You gotta go ask him about that. 
Well, guys, we had fun here today. Mm-hmm. Nice. Thank nice. you for joining me. To this, Thank you. Thanks, uh, man. It's one of my favorite episodes. Penultimate episode of GameScoop <laughs> in 2018. Uh, remember, you can always reach us at the, ga- at the email address, gamescoop at itune.com. Thank you, CJ. Thank, Thank you, Sam. Sam. Thank you, Brian. Thank you, Damon. Thank you. My name is Damon. This Why is, is there IJ Mad GameScoop. Libs just sitting there? We didn't yeah, get we, to it. We didn't oh get to it. Oh, my so, gosh. Next week. Next, right. week. next week. I leave you this week with my final music release of the year. It's a synthwave track called Turbo Mode. I hope it makes you feel like you're in a montage in an 80s action comedy. Turbo Mode is available now in your favorite music service. My name is Damon, this is IGN GameScoop, and we're out.
Hey there, it's Rachel Ballinger, and I am extremely excited to invite you to Rachel Uncensored. It's my podcast where I sit down and get real with my friends and celebrity guests, where we talk about all sorts of topics. And sometimes we might be under the influence when we do so. We cover things from personal stories to hot button issues. And it's the only place on the internet you can find an uncensored version of me. It's a side of me that you might not have seen before because it's not the most family or brand friendly. But don't worry, I'm still sort of slightly a decent human being. If you're intrigued, then make sure you check it out. New episodes drop every Wednesday. You can find it on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.